Thank you for clicking on I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This But. I'm your host, Robert Good. I'm a single dad and a blogger and not at all a professional. I live in a house with four dogs, two cats, and a lizard, and then I have two kids. So at any point during this podcast, you might hear some background noise. Sometimes I try to keep it organized, and sometimes I just like to let life happen. If you ever want to read my blog posts, you can find them at facebook.com slash afterchrist01. You might hear from my kids in an episode, you might not. Every now and then they like to contribute, and I go ahead and let them. Why not? Uh, We'll also hear from a sponsor, and you'll hear from me later on. Thanks again for listening. Better late than never, right? Seems like that's been my motto over the last couple of weeks. Um, School, the kids' school has... uh, it's really had me procrastinating on some stuff. It's really kept me busy with them. I have, uh, <laughs> I, I finally caught up on some chores today, but there's still a lot left to do. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, so here we are. I barely got my blog post in by my personal deadline, uh, last weekend, but it's there. And, uh, I've had the podcast recorded about a day later than I normally do each week for the last couple of weeks. But it's going to be there. So, thank you for listening. You'll hear from Cademan here in just a minute. We'll get into the blog post. I am the Lord! (laughs) (laughs) The Lord of what? Of Rob. Of Rob? Yes, I am Rob. Oh, you're playing, you're playing Rob on... Okay, so he's playing Super Smash Brothers, and you're playing Rob. Yeah, I'm the laser guy. Right, okay. That was the worst NES controller ever made. What? The worst video game controller ever made. Why? Rob. Rob, why? Why, why is he the worst controller? Because that's what he was. He was made to be a controller. That's, that's what the character in this game is based on. So he's actually a physical controller that you would use on the Nintendo Entertainment System. The original Nintendo system back in the day when I was a kid. You actually used this guy? Yeah. He was like a little he was like a little robot thing that would stand sit right here. And and he was terrible. He was just clunky. He was he was just a freaking gimmick. Well he's actually really cool. Oh, I can see that, yeah. Oh what? Yeah, see, he couldn't. He he definitely couldn't do that as a controller. <laughs> oh, no, way. no way! He can't turn into a lightning beam. I'm I'm pretty sure a few houses would have collapsed. I am a flying lord. <clears throat> what the fuck? <laughs> I am now Samus. So I didn't know you could get a chain chomp. I just saw that. Yeah. Chain chomp. Look at that sense you can... What the heck? What? You guys say, <laughs> is there a problem with him acting like a sassy guy? Maybe a little bit. No, a little bit! I'm He's sassy! So he, does the, he does the Samus jump. Uh, yeah. It just I, looks different. I got a thing that lets me do a Samus jump for a very good amount of time. Oh, so it's not one of his regular powers. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. 
Okay. It's just like, oh. Oh, yeah. There's no way you can do this, right? He'll probably kill you by now. No. No, he, he definitely would have been a lot cooler back then, though, if he could. Excuse me, he would be able to kill people. <laughs> Just saying. Cool? No, no, I'm just saying he was like pretty useless back in the day. Oh, so you're saying killing somebody is useless? No, no, I'm saying that having an ability like that, like that little spin punch thing, was pretty cool. Yeah, but that would basically, if he was designed to do stuff for you, so he would basically kill you. No, like he wasn't even, like, I don't even understand the design. I'll have to look up a video so I can show it to you. He's no! ridiculous. I have my super! I have my super! Aww. Yeah, and my, and my amiibo took it away from me. Okay, well, it's time to stop recording. So. Ah! You gonna okay. say bye? Bye! <laughs> Come here, Inkling! Come here, everybody! Why not, kiddo? Oh, it's so. Someone told me recently that I looked like just an average white guy. We had been discussing critical race theory and I was using my experience in trying to learn my true history as an example of why it's important for public schools to include the history that the Fed isn't generally comfortable with. This was someone who has known me for at least a decade, who knows a lot about my family history, but he still said it. I knew my great-grandmother when I was a child. She lived on the reservation when she was a child. My dad's entire family line was a mix of Cherokee and Creek heritage. It's not distant from me. But white society constantly asks me to prove that claim. What's really funny is that native society doesn't. I mean, I'm sure that somewhere out there is some native person who would require it. I could give them DAWs roll numbers and birth certificates if it came down to it, but I shouldn't have to prove it all the time. I don't know the res life beyond what I've observed when I visited, and the ones I visited couldn't be more different from each other. But it doesn't change the fact that my family was different from most of the families around us, or that the assimilation policies of the federal government had a very distinctive effect on how I grew up. It's funny to me that it's usually white society who asks for proof, because it's white society that took so much from the native people. It's almost like they're conditioned to ask for proof of that debt. I remember looking at a picture of the Cherokee Chiefs Council taken at some point in the 1800s. About half of them looked whiter than I do. What so many people don't seem to understand is that it's not about race. I do have a familial tie to the Cherokee, and my dad was actually brown. But the Cherokee were a nation, and are now three nations. They are a political entity. It was never about race. I hope and expect to hear back from the Cherokee Nation by the year's end. But regardless of what they say, I know who I am. Back when I was essentially hiding this part of my history, I was never white or colonial enough for the mostly white people I knew. Now that I'm open about it, I don't seem to be native enough for them either. There were a lot of people who looked awfully white, put in the holding camps, and forced to walk the Trail of Tears. And I feel like if your government takes everything from those people and forces them on a death march, you don't get to tell their descendants they aren't native enough. I have a mirror, and I know what I look like. I'm fine with it. Thank you for listening.